And we're back with draft number seven and the last of the AFC. It is the AFC South. We've got Tennessee, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, and Houston to cover. I am pumped up. I know Smithy is too. How are you, mate? Mate, you're right. I am pumped, but I'm pretty sure the term is save the best to last. And no offense to the fans of the Titans, Colts, Jaguars, or Texans, but there's not quite the talent in this division that we've seen in the other drafts. But if we're being honest, though, it might actually make it one of the more intriguing drafts because when it comes to, obviously, list management and team management, often making the best of a not-ideal situation is what can put you over the top. So I still think there's a lot of merit here. Oh, there's definitely merit. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, the, the depth of talent isn't quite like some of the divisions we've encountered so far. That's it. So, as per usual, I'm going to get the random number generator up and Smitty gets to decide whether it's going to be odds or evens, which I cannot wait for. He's had uh, some indifferent luck, as is such, with 50-50 situations. But I reckon the big fella is uh, ready to go. I've got a weird feeling he's going to get it right. So, hit us, mate. Are you going to go odds or evens? Uh, Give me odds, please, Dazzling. Bang, we're going to generate, mate. And we've got 10. That's an even. Big dazzling. I'll take that. Well, it is, mate. Thank you for that. For the people that haven't caught on in the first six drafts, 10 is an even number, and Smithy gets it wrong, which means dazzling gets the first pick. That's. Um, I think you've covered that magnificently, my friend. Yeah, I'm just doing what I can. Yeah, that's it. So with the uh, first overall pick in this fantastic draft, I'm actually going to take my quarterback, and I'm going to go with a man that hasn't played a snap in the NFL yet, but I'm backing him in for a big year. That is Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick, who had last year in college 3,280 yards and 30 touchdowns, which frankly is taking the piss unlike things seen before in college. Uh, All the hype around this man seems real. I hope NFL fans don't crucify him in terms of their expectations, but he's going to be coming to a, uh, a manager in Big Dazzling that is going to treat him with nothing but love. Yeah, love that for you. Um... Love Trevor Lawrence as a prospect. We've spoken about how excited we are to see him go about his work. So a very fitting number one pick. He just loves being the number one pick, doesn't he? He really does. It suits him, I reckon. Yeah, I think I think it does. It, it suits him as a person. Uh, I am going to go to the... Yeah, I'm going to go to the running back spot here. And I'm going to take quite arguably the best running back in the NFL. Um, He had a historical season last year, getting over 2,000 yards rushing. How's that for a season, Dazzling? 2,000 yards rushing. That's pretty insane. It's pretty insane. His nickname is the King for a reason, and it's Derek Henry from the Titans as my running back. Uh, It's been a very very long time since we've seen a running back so dominant with his physicality and so effective and able to stay on the park. You know, the amount of hits that this man takes in a season, but he just keeps running up game after game. It's remarkable. So uh, Derek Henry, welcome aboard. Bang, there it is. I like it. So... 
pick three for Dazzling Smith. I've got my quarterback. Smithy took a running back, so I don't need to worry about that till later. So I'm looking at the wide receivers and the tight ends. And what does Dazzling want to do? This might not make for great podcasting, but we do do this um, pretty much live in front of each other. And uh, there is a lot of machinations that go into this. So I can really appreciate it. I'm going to go to the wide receiver uh, position, and I'm going to take uh, Brandon Cooks from uh, the Houston Texans. Uh, 81 receptions last season for 1,150 yards and an average of 14.2. I will buy some. And six touchdowns. Uh, welcome, uh, Brandon, who I know will be a big fan of Dazzling's as I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, he's. I feel bad for the man, to be honest, because he's very talented, but uh, the situation that is the Houston Texans organization at the moment isn't quite ideal. Uh, no offense to all our Texans fans out there. We love you all. But uh, if you ever need to confide in someone, feel free to message us at TDs and Threes Podcasts on Twitter <laughs> and uh, we will look after you because I know times are tough at the moment. So I have got my running back and I have to take my... I'm going to take my wide receiver here uh, and I'm going to go down to Jacksonville and I'm going to take DJ Chark, uh, the product out of LSU. He had a really good rookie season, uh, had over a 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns in his rookie year. Uh, Obviously, we know what the situation was in Jacksonville last year. They ended up with the number one pick for a reason. It was a dumpster fire. So he had a down year. He also struggled with some injuries. I'm expecting him to bounce back in a big way this year with Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback. And I can see another 1,000-yard receiving season in his future. So uh, DJ Chark, welcome aboard. Yeah, can't argue uh, with that in the slightest, mate. So, Dazzling is going to go to the Colts. He is going to go to the running back position and take Jonathan Taylor, 232 uh, attempts last season for 1,169 yards and at an average of five, sorry, uh, yards per attempt with 11 touchdowns. Man is a star and is a top 10 pick in fantasy this season for sure. A few people saying he's an overrated pick this year, but we're not here to talk about fantasy. We're here to talk about dazzling, dominating, and I feel like I can do that with this man by my side. So I am very happily taking uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he he was a funny one last year in fantasy because um, everyone expected him to come in straight away and dominate, especially with Marlon Mack. Um going down with an injury in week one. Uh, But it took him a long time to get that number one running back role down pat. Um, But when he did, he exploded. Uh, He really exploded. He went off. I actually traded for him at the deadline in my fantasy league for not a lot. And uh, he took me all the way to the championship game. So I love him for that. It's a good pick. I'm going to the tight end position. I'm going to Houston. His name is Jordan Akins. And I'm going to be honest, Dazzling, and you'll probably second this uh, Mm -hmm. sentiment when you pick your tight end next. There's not a lot going on at the tight end position in this uh, division. 
So uh, Jordan Aikens had a touch over 400 yards last year on 37 receptions and a touchdown. They're not great numbers at all, uh, I'm going to be honest, but he was the backup tight end last year. He's been promoted to starting tight end this year. Tyrod Taylor likes throwing to his tight ends, so I can see Jordan Aikens having a a pretty good year this year. I can see something like maybe 50 receptions, 650 yards, and a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, he might be the uh, the sleeper of this group for sure, mate. So Dazzling is going to finish off, and he's going to finish off with a man who, uh, coming into researching this division, um, I wasn't across fairly well. His name's Anthony Ferkser. I really hope I've pronounced that right from Tennessee. He had 39 receptions last year for 387 yards, so he just missed out on the uh, 10-yard average. Only the one touchdown. I'm expecting him to improve that, mate. I think we've got more faith in Tennessee than a certain analyst who is going to be the inspiration for an episode down the line has. So I feel like there's going to be something pretty cool happening in Tennessee in there, even though they have made some uh, off-season moves. I think it's going to take a whole squad to get them towards where they need to go. We know they're going to be involved in shootouts, so they've um, they've got to have their starting tight end involved, and I reckon he can be, and I'm more than happy to welcome Anthony to uh, Daz's squad. Yeah, um, he actually did have a good good year last year and he was behind Jonu Smith so similarly to Jordan Aikens um, I really like that pick as a tight end we're going to look like geniuses if our two tight ends explode this year oh absolutely I think we really will be and Anthony Ferks are in draft fantasy drafts if you any fantasy players out there little sleeper for you because uh, the Titans liked the throw to the tight ends last year, and he is now tight end one. So, um, yeah, little glimpse. I will round off with my quarterback, and it's a polarizing figure in the NFL. Uh, doesn't matter who supports which team, everyone has an opinion on this man. His name is Carson Wentz. When Philadelphia went to the Super Bowl in 2017, this man was having a phenomenal season. At the time of his knee injury, he had thrown for 3,300 yards, 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions at a passer rating of 102. Uh, he was not okay. He was, on, he was genuinely going to win the MVP. Uh, he was the front runner in the race, according to all analysts. But he hasn't been the same since then. Uh, last year in Philadelphia was a genuine train wreck. Um, he had 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions at a passer rating of 72.8. So they're really not good numbers. But they had the Eagles had third and fourth string offensive linemen starting for them. And they were calling people up off the practice squad to play wide receiver. So let's be honest. It's not a great situation for a quarterback to be in. And although he didn't play well, he made some bad mistakes, he also got put in a terrible scenario. Uh, He's back with Frank Reich this year, who was the offensive coordinator during that 2017 season where he thrived. So I really, really think that Carson Wentz can turn it around in Indianapolis this year and have... Uh, season. I don't think he'll have a season as good as 2017 because that's setting a very high bar, but 
I think he can get back to being, you know, an average, if not better than average quarterback in the league. So Carson Wentz to round out my roster. Yeah, and like you said, maybe they don't need him to have that 33 touchdown, seven interception type season. They've got an amazing O-line in Indianapolis. They're a really well-run organization. They've just had a lot of bad luck at the quarterback position since Andrew Luck retired. So fingers crossed they can get it right. Um, before we review our teams, mate, before we say our goodbyes, it is time for the best segment in sports podcasting history. I'm going to put it out there. It's a bit arrogant, but let me tell you, this is unbelievable. Let's hit the sting. Wayne Gretzky was the great one. Babe Ruth was the great Bambino. Kobe Bryant was the black mamba. And Joe Montana was none other than Joe Cool. However, some names in sports never have or never will make sense. I'm not going to lie, mate. One of my favorite parts about having this segment is I get to say, let's roll the sting. Yeah, you're a fan of your own work, aren't you? Well, someone's got to be a fan of my work, mate. Why not me? (laughs) Good place to start. Yeah, that's it. But just in case you've stumbled upon us for the first time, number one, welcome. Number two, this is the shit nickname. We're not here to give players fantastic nicknames. We're here to get some cult status amongst some of the games that are biggest names. Um, if you haven't listened to us for the first time, please go back and listen to the episodes for the drafts themselves. First of all, they've been fantastic and received really well. But uh, second of all, these nicknames, ooh, some of them have been really, really poor. Uh, I'm not going to give you... Uh, the nicknames, but I will give you the players involved. So we've got Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Justin Herbert, still my favourite one so far. Smithy's um, still can't crack a smile when it comes to Justin Herbert fully loaded. Goodness, goodness gracious me. It's fantastic. Oh my lord, it's disgusting. <laughs> we've got Jalen Waddle, Michael Gallup, Jerry Judy, Max Williams, Nick Chubb and Khalil Mack. And tonight we are... Uh, inducting a newest member into the shit nicknaming fraternity, and it is himself, which is, by the way, on its own, might not sound that fantastic, Smitty. I mean, himself, it just sounds like someone who's a fan of his own work, but this could possibly be one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever thought of as a human being. Oh, God. Good. What's this going to be? Seriously. I've, I'd like to extend an apology to everyone listening right now because... The quality of this nickname is not matching up with the quality of the draft, I've got to be honest. But hopefully you can laugh with me, laugh at me, and we'll have a bit of fun. But um, yeah, welcome himself to the shit nickname fraternity, Chris Manhurts. Get around it! <laughs> oh my God, he haven't, have you? It's so bad. <laughs> if, if not everyone has cottoned on yet. Manhurts himself. <laughs> Chris Man Hurts Himself. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is horrendous. It's not good. It's not good. It's really bad. It's shit, and that's what the segment's for. I'm contemplating not giving that nickname a Twitter post. I'm contemplating it. The, 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 the followers don't deserve it. <laughs> need to get it out there, mate. Oh, Look, boy. I promise to get better. I promise that the NFC South is going to be better because it's not a high bar that I've built for myself, clearly. So, apologies Mate. to Chris. He probably hasn't heard that one before. So, I'd, Yeah, no, I, th- I think he's got people with a bit higher IQ around him than that. <laughs> Goodness yeah, I think me. probably right. So, Let's review these teams and get out of here because I've had a gutful. <laughs> 
Uh, let's do it. And rightly so. So Big Dazzling got the number one pick and he has ended up with Trevor Lawrence, Jonathan Taylor, Brandon Cooks and Anthony Ferkser. And Smithy has ended up with the following. Yeah, for me, I've got Carson Wentz, Derek Henry, DJ Chark and Jordan Aikens. Still a couple of quality squads, I reckon, mate. We've got one more draft to go. This has been a blast and this will be uh, getting out to you Tuesday morning, uh, Australia time, and the uh, NFC South should be getting out Thursday or Friday. Then we're going to move on to bigger and better things, and the first tease for next Monday's episode, Smithy is going head-to-head with his arch-nemesis, Colin Cowherd, which uh, is going to be a joy to watch. He's already taken on Pro Football Focus, and that is our number one rated show uh, that we've done here at TDs and Threes, and that's both NFL and NBA. So it's an extraordinary stuff. I know the big fella is going to be fired up, and we can't wait for that. How are you feeling about stepping into the ring with Colin, my friend? It's everything I've wanted to do and more, to be honest. Uh, just to go on an intellectual sporting bout and go back and forth to try and prove the man I despise wrong. Uh, let's do it. Bang, absolutely. I'd just like to extend an, um, an olive branch and a heartfelt apology to Chris Manhurts as well. I feel like I've trashed this man's career somehow by coming up with that pure filth, but it's out there now. It's out there for the people. So, Chris, I am um, more than happy for you to get in touch, and if you want to have a go at me, I deserve it. So... Other than that, thank you so much for listening. Get involved over on Twitter at TDs and Threes Podcast, on Instagram at TDs and Threes underscore podcast, or depending on where you're getting this podcast from, you can shoot us through questions from there. After these drafts gets done, we want to answer all of your questions. We want to be doing season previews with fan questions. So please get involved. The more questions and the more teams, uh, the better. Um, Because let's face it, mate, if it wasn't for the people, we wouldn't be here and we love each and every one of them. Yeah, that's it. And um, we've been getting some really awesome fan interaction over, especially over the last week in terms of um, messages on social media and our podcast providers. So um, keep sending in fan questions. You'll get a shout out on the show, uh, whether it be an NFL related question or an NBA related question, or just a question related on either Daz or myself, if you want to get us, get to know us a little bit better. Uh, We're happy to answer all questions and feature them on a show with a shout-out. So, um, yeah, send in all fan questions. Thank you for your support. It's been fantastic. Can't wait to keep this train rolling. That's it, mate. All right, one draft to go. Can't wait for it. Then we're out of here. I get a feeling I'm going to absolutely wreck Smithy in the last draft and finish off really strongly. So we're out of here. See you, pal. Stay safe, everyone.